Here today, gone today. The pace of change can be confusing. Then again, it can be inspiring. Every year, Harvard Business School Executive Education helps executives like you build the self-confidence and decision-making skills it takes to thrive on change. Fight change with change. Go. Start by going to hbs.me slash go. That's hbs.me slash go. Love Talk Radio. Love Zone Disclaimer. You are solely responsible for your interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA. You understand that the Love Zone USA does not in any way screen listeners, nor does the Love Zone USA inquire into the backgrounds of its listeners or attempt to verify the statements of its listeners. The Love Zone USA makes no representations or warranties as to the conduct of listeners or their compatibility with any current or future listeners. In no event shall the Love Zone USA or Blog Talk Radio be liable for any damages whatsoever, whether direct, indirect, general, special, compensatory, consequential, and or incidental arising out or relating to the conduct of you or anyone else in connection with the use of this service, including without limitation bodily injury, emotional distress, and any or other damages resulting from communications or meetings with other listeners of this service or persons you meet through this service. You agree to take reasonable precautions in all interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA particularly if you decide to meet in person. In addition, you understand that the Love Zone USA makes no guarantees, either expressed or implied, regarding your ultimate compatibility with individuals you meet through listening to the Love Zone USA.
Welcome to the Love Zone. My name is Mike T. On this Thursday evening, yeah, our first night here, and we're going to have some fun tonight. Got a special show for you. A show we did last week was talking about dating your ex while dating someone new. Well, this week is uh, the show's topic is those people dating over 40. That's a little different uh, scenario than uh, your usual dating of in your 30s or in your 20s. That's a totally different uh, dynamic, and we're going to talk about that this evening. So we want you to uh, join in uh, to our show this evening because if you have opinions on dating over 40, we want you to chime in. My name is Mike T. I'm going to be your host. We've got some special guests that will be coming on a little later on. I'm going to set this show up in just a few minutes, but I just wanted to, you know, make you aware that when you're dating over 40, there's a smaller pool to choose from, you know, when you're dating over 40. So, you know, you don't have as big a pool as you do in your 20s because a lot of people are married. So, therefore, you know, that's not an option any longer. You know, your, your pool is a lot bigger, uh, smaller. The other side of dating over 40 is Obama and Michelle. They've set the standards for dating over 40, but they're married. That's the difference. They are married. Now, when you're single and dating over 40, whether you're divorced or whether you've never been married, whether you've been coming out of a relationship, there are some different dynamics that we're going to talk about, and we're going to do something a little different. We have some gentlemen that will be calling in, and I know all the talk shows usually have, um, like Oprah, they have uh, – uh, women panels. Today we're going to have a man panel, and we're going to have some women chime in on that. So, ladies, if you're out there, we want you to chime in. But first, we're going to have the men talk. Reason being because in a lot of instances, men don't get the proper due or respect because we don't have a lot of outlets to speak. So I decided to have the locker room talk right on the air, you know, things that men wanted to say that they say behind closed doors or at the barbershop that women never get to hear. There are a lot of shows like Oprah, and I won't mention other disc jockeys' names who are, you know, have uh, talk shows on the radio, syndicated. They tell ladies what they want to hear. That may not be the answer. We're going to tell you what you need to hear tonight. In other words, we're going to speak from the truth. So, ladies, if you can't handle the truth, it's time to hang up because we're going to give it to you raw and live from some gentlemen who are not only married, some are single, and they're going to be on the show a little later on and calling in. And like I said, it's going to be like a barbershop. We're going to tell you the truth. We're going to give it to you raw. So we hope you can handle it. The one thing I do know when you're talking about love over 40, a lot of women and a lot of men have baggage, and they don't even want to proceed because of the bad mistakes that they've made before in choosing a relationship. Well, you've got to take a risk, and you've got to move on. I mean, would you give up on looking for a job because in your 20s and your 30s you just hadn't gotten it right? No, you'd continue to look for a job. Now, many of you would say, well, I have to have a job because i got to eat and i got to live. I don't need a man or I don't need a woman. Uh, that may be true to some respect, but I just want you to think of it that way because you shouldn't be giving up. Bottom line is where we're going to start the show. I think if you're over 40 and you've given up on love, we're going to kick it off tonight because what you really need inside the love zone is a love injection. Watch out, you. Here comes the boogie. 
little love injection there. Yeah, a little love injection. Here inside the love zone, we're in the pocket. I'm going to take you from love injection right into a uh, little bit of Boney James and Al Jarreau. And I still dream. This is a song I think you're going to enjoy right here inside the love zone. Better yet, I'm going to change that up and take you right into Boney James and Dave Hollis inside the love zone. Here with yours truly, Mike T. Oh, 
A little bit of Bunny James there with Dave Hollister, something inside. Here inside the Love Zone, hey, I want to give out the number right now, 347-539-5729. If you'd like to join in our discussion this evening, and we're talking about dating over 40. That's our discussion and topic this evening. The telephone number, again, is 347-539-5729. Be sure to give me a call right now. Phone lines are open, and we've got 50 of them available. Hey, if you'd like to be a, the first uh, bachelor on the uh, Love Zone, give us a call. Or a bachelorette, if you're looking for someone and you're uh, single and you want to open and widen your net and you know what you're looking for, don't be shy because, you know what, the two of you got something in common. You're both listening to this music, you're here on the Internet, and you're listening to yours truly. So, you know, give us a call right now. We want to know what you do. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself, your hobbies. All you have to do is give out your email address, and our uh, listening audience can contact you. By the way, if you want to uh, tell your friends about the show, make sure you tell them, the Love Zone USA, and they can log on uh, to the Love Zone USA and listen to uh, this .com, uh, other episodes. Any of our episodes have been recorded, and they can check them out at their leisure online. Or if they want to take the music or the uh, podcast, as we call it, to go, then they can just go to the Love Zone USA and go to the link there. It'll take you to the Facebook page where there's a link for iTunes. Or you can just go to iTunes directly and type in the Love Zone USA and do a search, and you'll get the, uh, uh, the actual page that all of the Love Zone shows are listed. And you can check out any one of our previously recorded shows. We've got our upcoming show with uh, Part 2 with Melba Moore. Uh, we're going to be doing that sometime soon, just waiting for some schedules to coordinate. And uh, that's going to be a fun show. Part 2 is really going to be a great show because we didn't get a chance to finish with Melba Moore. But if you want to listen to Part 1, and it also has Phil Perry on Part 1, be sure to check it out, either iTunes or the Love Zone USA. Right now, I'm going to continue with more good music here inside the Love Zone with something I found brand new this week. But before I get into this new song, I just want to make sure that you know our topic. Dating over 40, you know, women with kids and men with kids and, you know, tied to their exes, uh, intertwined via friendship or via the kids. Yeah, we're going to talk about that subject and all the nuances that come with that. We've got some specially invited men that are going to be coming on in just a little while, around 8.30 or so. And we're going to do that for an hour. For the, so for those of you who want to jump in, jot the number down, or you go to the website, the Love Zone USA, you'll see the number right there. Just call in, 347-539-5729, and just uh, chime in on our uh, discussion this evening. Because women and men dating over 40, there are some nuances to be dealt with, and we're going to talk about those in just a little while. Right now, here's something brand new by... Jaheem. It's called Closer Inside the Love Zone.
let me go I really love my life But I'm missing just one thing That woman by my side Forever and always
right now. Okay, sorry about that. I'm working on a couple of a couple of controls here tonight, and uh, we have our guest. The show is about dating over 40. I'm going to bring uh, some of our guests on the air just in a minute. But I want to set this up. We're going to talk about dating over 40. And let's talk about some of the things we'll be discussing tonight in our locker room conversation. Then we have a very special guest who will be uh, coming into the show, uh, Dr. R.G. Allen, um, I guess giving a female perspective as well as a, uh, a professional perspective of what we're going to be talking about. So right now I'm going to bring on one of our guests. Like I said earlier, Michelle Obama and uh, Obama himself have kind of set the standard for uh, dating over 40, but they're married. That's a whole different situation. But I do want to mention this. I was watching 60 Minutes, and Michelle Obama, before I guess they, I don't know if it was before they became ma uh, married or engaged, but it was definitely before they were married, I think. And she said on 60 Minutes that she used to ride in a car with Obama, and he had holes in his floor. Now, I'm sure at that time she never thought he was going to be the president of the United States. Maybe it was a man she was dating with a lot of potential, but it just shows the level of love they had during that time. question is, how many women out there in our audience would do that with men today if they were uh, driving a you know, less than stellar car? We're going to talk about that and a whole lot more, but I want to bring on two of our um, guests here tonight. Uh, let's see. Let's get to... This gentleman in on the air. Hello. Are you on the air yet? Hello. You're on the love zone. Hello. Let's try it again. Bear with me. I'm working the phones. There's everything tonight. Hello. Caller, you're on the air. Hello. Let's try this caller. Hello. You're on the air. I think I got to get him out of the screening room. That's the thing. Hello? Are you there? Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Bear with me. <laughs> Hello, caller? Are you there? Hello? Oh, I see you uh, lit up here. We'll get it working here. Bear with me. Hello, call here on the air. Hello, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello, hello. Trying to get our callers moved out of the screen. Bear with me. Ladies and gentlemen, my here tonight, but he should be coming in hopefully in a little while to uh, help me out here. I usually leave this to him, but uh, we're going to figure this out tonight. Hello, hello, are you on the? Are you with me, caller? Caller, are you there? Hello, caller, are you there? Hmm. Uh-oh, I thought I heard something. Hello, caller, are you there? Bear with me. 
Hello, Carl, are you there? I think we have one of our callers. Hello, Carl, are you there? If you can hear me, say your name and where you're calling from. Hello, Carl, are you there? Uh-oh, Hello. got somebody. Hello there. Hello there. Who am, I, who am I speaking with? This is Buddy. Buddy, finally, we got somebody in the room. Buddy, well, yes. welcome to the Love Zone. We're going to talk about locker room talk amongst men. I got another gentleman I'm going to be bringing in, too. And while I'm bringing you there, if he can say hello, hopefully he'll come in as well. First question, most women over 40 are married, so the pool is smaller. And uh, women over 40 who are single seem to be mad at, uh, let's say, black men for the bad choices they've made, and half of their life is, you know, wasted over their chosen mistake. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're calling from, buddy, while I try to get in this other caller. Oh, but, uh, Mike, I'm calling from uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, oh excuse me. Oh. Are you you single, buddy? I am uh, recently uh, divorced and uh, over 40. Um, That's why this topic tonight, dating over 40, kind of fits where I'm at in my life now. Um, And it's, um, it's a strange animal. It's different than when I was younger, dating and meeting, you know, women and trying to have relationships. It's a whole other ball game over 40, um, especially when you may have been married and have grown kids and grandkids. It's, uh, it's, it's a different animal. I'm in a, a, new, a new stage in my life. So what do you think about the pool out there of women? Have you dated women, and what do you think about the pool so far? And what have you come across? As you get older, dating habits change. So I... I I don't look at it as as a pool because I don't do the, I guess, traditional dating things. I don't frequent um, clubs or um, I, I usually meet women in, in, in my line of business and, um, you know, forge relationships through that. So it's it's different, like I said, when I was younger. So it's like almost starting all over again and, and learning the ropes. Now, when you're dating, when you say you forge relationships through business, now, versus younger, um, how, how is that working out as far as forging relationships through business? Because at least when I remember when we were younger, we had different clubs we could go to, so that gave you different vehicles of, of meeting people. Um, but when you say business, then it seems like that's one tunnel. Uh, describe that whole scenario for for, for Well, I did it's it's because that's what I that's what I do. I'm I'm into my work and most of my dating has come through my business uh travels. Um but again, you know, that's that's all I do. I, I work, I got into my kids and now I'm 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 dating again, but um it appears that that's been my avenue of um of of, of meeting, you know, women and um that's 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 the process I guess that I'm that I'm going through now. Now I think we might have another gentleman with us. Hello, uh, caller, are you on the air? 
There was someone else I was trying to get on the air. Caller, are you on the air? Hello, hello. Caller, are you with us? Can you hear me? Hello. There he is. Okay. Hello. And your name, sir? Uh, Mike, this is Dex out of Delaware. All right, Dex. Uh, thank you for calling the Love Zone. Have you been listening to the show? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been uh, following your show. You guys are doing a great job of uh, discussing uh, relevant uh, topics. <laughs> and let me ask you, uh, 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 buddy, are you still there with me? Yeah, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. I got all three of us now. Now, uh, Dexter, in regards to women over 40, what has been your experience about dating women over 40? Well, and the, the pool that's available. The, the the pool is very thin, and um, you know most or a lot of the women over forty, uh, let's say the 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 ones that are bringing you know things to the table. A lot of those women are are married, or they're uh, either married or you know living with their significant other. <clears throat> so it's kind of slim pickings. The ones that are available. Um, are so independent and, and strong-minded that they think they really don't need a man or they they have issues from, you know, uh, past failed relationships. In other words, their, their guards are up so high <laughs> that it's like trying to penetrate Fort Knox, you know, to form a, a relationship with them. And and what do you think about the influence with the girlfriend network? You know, I mean, a lot of their girlfriends influence them, whether their girlfriends are married or single. Uh, how, how how does either of you deal with that, what we call girlfriend network, where they have a lot of influence on who they date after you do start dating them and their input? What, how, how do you feel about that, either one of you? <laughs> well, Mike, that, that might even be a topic for another show, but um, this <laughs> Uh, this is funny because I'm I'm currently dating a uh, former uh, girlfriend um, of mine um, that I um, was dating prior to my to my last marriage. So, um, like I said, that might even be a topic for another show. But as far as dating, going back and dating her. What has your experience been with uh, her girlfriends accepting you in that relationship or any feedback that, you, that you've got? What's your opinion about women and the girlfriend network? When, well, uh, it, it, it was difficult. Um, she had a very um, strong uh, girlfriend uh, network that uh, was not pleased with her decision to um, get back with me, and it was very difficult for me um, to uh, to to start dating again as a result of of the girlfriend network, um, things got in some cases pretty hairy, and I understand their um, rationale for you know looking out for their girl and, and 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 what are you doing with this guy? He left you, and so I can understand some of it, um, but at the end of the day, it was really about me and the young lady's decision, um, and 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 it really had nothing to do with with her girlfriend. It was a decision that that she made and that and that we made together to uh, to do this again. But girlfriends do have um, a lot of influence sometimes, um, and sometimes 
their um, reasons for their influence, you know, uh, like I said, is 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 a little suspect. You know, some of her girlfriends didn't have men in, in their lives, so you know you have to look at the source sometimes. And Dexter, do you have any um, experience with that, with the girlfriend network and women over forty, and how that influences your relationship? Well, the, from my experience, that the girlfriend network is usually a very close-knit group, uh, you know, maybe three to five um, women. And I guess the, the main purpose is, like uh, like the other gentleman stated, is, is to give each other moral support. But the problem with the girlfriend network oftentimes is um, they're in uh, no position to really give good advice because a lot of the, the girlfriend network, they also have issues with men and um, they're oftentimes very negative, and um, you know. So what you have is just a lot of uh, uh, information or misinformation being passed around as fact, and um, it really doesn't help them uh, solve their dating uh, issues or dilemmas. So you know, it's par for the course. You just know that when you get into a relationship with uh, with a woman, that she's going to always have her advisory boards and uh, you know it's really not a lot you can do about it well, all right you mentioned and we're going to we're going to take a break after this uh, actually we're going to take a break i just want to bring up um the idea that you brought up dexter of issues with these women and we're going to talk about that when we come back i want you guys to hang on the line with me i'm going to put you back over into the screening room uh, I think my producer might be online, but he should be around 9 o'clock. So if I'm struggling to get you guys back on the air, just bear with me. Call back in. Uh, my producer will be with us shortly, hopefully. But I'm going to get into some music, and we're going to talk about those women over 40, some of the issues that Dexter brought up in just a little bit. But right now I'm going to go into some music. I'm going to put you guys back in the screening room. Hang in there with me for a second. And um, I'm going to take you into a gentleman who passed away last week and unfortunately I didn't get a chance to play any of their music and I'm going to play that right now. We're going to take you right now into a gentleman that I had the pleasure of working with a couple of years ago when I was emceeing for you know this particular group as well as others on a classic soul tour. I'd like to dedicate this one to the late great Ron Banks. Here's the dramatics in, in the rain inside the love song. Thank you. 
My name is Mike T, and if you want to call in on our topic, the number is 347-539-5729. That number again is 
347-539-5729. We're talking about dating over 40. I'm going to bring the guys back in uh, again. Let's see if we can get Buddy on and uh, Dexter. Let's see if we got him in here this time. Hello, hello. Dexter, Buddy, just say hello as soon as you hear me. Once you're in the uh, on the air, hello. Is that uh, Buddy, Dexter? Are you there? I think my oh the caller is muted. How about that? Now we should have somebody. Hello. Hello. Are you there? Call, are you there? Is that buddy? Hello. 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 Are you there? Oh, okay. We got buddy in the room. Is Dexter in the room yet? Hello. Dexter's in the house. Okay. Good. 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 All right. Let's get back to our topic: dating over forty. And I want to talk about those issues that either one of you have come up with. Women over forty—that's a little different from dating a twenty-year-old and thirty-year-old. Needless to say, I would think one of the issues is uh, finances. Um, You know, because needless to say, when you're dating a woman over forty versus a woman twenty to thirty, you could probably take a young lady like that over to the Olive Garden. And if you're dating several women to make a Make a, make a choice, and then you would be able to, uh, you know, do that and and wouldn't have to spend as much money. I think my producer might be coming on the line shortly. Uh, but let's talk about the issues that you guys have experienced with women over 40. 20 to 30. Either one of you. Somebody has a radio on or speakers. If you can turn those down, we'll, we'll get rid of that feedback. But uh, yeah, either one of you, buddy, Dexter. What, what, are you, what has your experience been with women over forty, as far as issues? Uh, well, let's talk about the issues. Hello. Who was that? Hello, buddy. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hello. I'm. I'm here. I'm here. You're on the air. Okay, well, again, I'm sorry. Uh, women over 40, as far as the issues, what have you experienced as far as women over 40 and their issues? Oh, wow. I don't know where to start. Um, and, and, they're, and they're all bad. I mean, I, I shouldn't have, have phrased it that way. But as you get older, you get set in your ways, you've been through different things, and, and you try to share your experience with someone else who may have, may or may not have had a similar experience. Um, and again, um, I've just, it's been my experience that women over 40 who are single, okay, maybe with kids, still the girlfriend network still has an influence on, on what they do. And in some cases, I've been in situations where the girlfriend network has been overwhelming enough to um, disrupt um, the relationship. And Dexter, what has been your experience with women over 40 and some of the issues, you know, that you've run into? Yeah, well, you know, I'd like to say that not, you know, we hate to generalize because there are a lot of fantastic women over 40 um, don't really have any major issues, but, you know, most of those women are not available. They've been taken off the market in relationships. So 
from my experience, a lot of the, the women over 40 that I deal with seem to have an unrealistic expectation of what to expect from men in their age group. In other words, uh, their, their standards are just not realistic, um, you know, in terms of the type of person that they would be compatible with. And also, a lot of the uh, women over 40 seem to be stuck in somewhat of a time warp. In other words, they're physically and, you know, they're 40, but uh, they they had the mindset of a woman, let's say, in her late 20s or mid-20s, you know, when the younger women, of course, are more desirable and they don't have as many issues or problems connecting. But as we age and get older, our dating stock value, you know, because of age and other issues, decline. Therefore, your expectations have to be adjusted because you're no longer, you know, if you were, and let's for an example, an eight on a dating scale as a woman when you were in your 20s, <clears throat> by the time you get in your 40s, you know, due to aging and, you know, maybe weight issues, I mean, you know, you could drop from an eight to just, uh, you know, a five or a six in desirability scale. So attitudes and expectations should be adjusted accordingly. Well, you've said a mouthful there, Dexter. I, you know, and I guess in in the barbershop we we call that to their stock dropping. You know, I, I've heard a lot of guys refer to that as their stock value dropping because of you know those different scenarios in comparison to younger women. Mike, Mike, this is like have... I just want to comment on, on what Dexter said, um, and ahead. that kind of opens up another uh, another door. Um, in some cases, men over 40 and 50, as, as to Dexter's point, if, if the stock has dropped on a woman over 40 or the expectation is too high, in a lot of cases you see men in their 50s um, looking for younger women um, that, that may not have those um, expectations. I think if you're 25 and you meet a woman and you're still with her in your 50s, that's a whole other ball game. But if you're out of that, if you're not in that category and you are in your 40s or 50s dating again, um, to Dexter's point, you may the expectation is too high in, in some cases. The stock has dropped in some cases, and and women feel the same way about men. Our stock may, also drops in their eyes. So this is this is a two-way street. But yeah, you know the older man may look for the younger woman without that high bar or that high expectation. Okay, all right. So so one we got some expectation issues there and two we we're talking about stock dropping um i guess i guess when you when you look at all of that wrapped up in into a package uh what what are some of the attractions to younger women women other than them being younger and um you know having that going on because you know, when you're into a certain type of music, let's let's say, for example, if you're into the 60s music, 70s music, you know, some of these younger women can't socialize with you on certain levels. So I just want to let the women over 40 know that when, when men go to younger women, it's because of a lot of different issues, but they prefer someone over 40 because they have more in common. So when they go to a younger woman, it, it's, it, 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 there's a lot of common things that are thrown out the window because they don't have a lot to talk about. They don't have a lot of musical experiences to share. You know, you could talk about Smokey Robinson with some of these younger women, and they'd be saying, who? You know, so there's there's a lot missing in that pool that I think women over 40 need to understand uh, that they do bring to the table, but 
you know, what 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 are the what do you consider the main attractions to women under forty, uh, besides the issue baggage? Well, and the looks. Let's get past the looks. Let's get. get we, we're going to throw that right out the window because we're going to go straight up now. It, it's not really. I mean, looks. Of course, you know. Let's not kid ourselves. I mean, that's a, a important part. It's not the main thing, but the the younger woman, her her attitude. I mean, she usually has a more positive attitude, and her energy and willingness to you know to do you know different things and experiment. In other words, she's not not as set in her ways, and she um, may not have you know had so many negative experiences with men. In other words, her heart is still open. You know, she hasn't been, you know, scarred and, you know, bruised, you know, emotionally to the point, you know, where she she doesn't trust men anymore. So she's more open and more receptive to trying new things and, you know, has a more positive attitude towards relationships and men. And and, and, and I, I agree with that also, but if you're asking... Personally, what I would be looking for in terms of, 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 of a younger woman, past the looks, there also has to be a degree of self-worth. There has to be a degree of, you know, ingenuity. They have to, they have to be doing something, be about something, being educated, being employed. So there are, are some criteria also. It's not just about, you know, the looks. All right. I'm going to bring in Dr. R.G. Allen. Dr. R.G. Allen, are you with us yet? Hopefully, I've got you on the air as well, Dr. R.G. Allen. Uh-oh, I think I got her. I'm Hold here. On. Can you hear me? All righty. Yes, I can hear you now. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have Dr. R.G. Allen, a family therapist and has been a relationship specialist for many years. Hopefully, you've been listening to some of it, and hopefully in the screening room you could hear it or you had some other means to hear some of what our discussion has been uh, been about in this locker room talk, and anything you would like to uh, you know chime in on, uh, Dr. R.G. Allen, we would like to have your professional opinion as well as your opinion about what you heard as a woman. Well, you know, I, I did hear some of it. Unfortunately, I was having some technical difficulties, and so I couldn't hear every phone kept cutting me off. But I, um, I. You know, in reference to what one of the gentlemen was saying about um, women having their defenses so high um, that it's like, uh, I think he said, permeating a, a Fort Knox or something like that. Um, right. And, you know, I think that that does happen over time, especially when you're talking about dating over 40, then you can step out on a limb and assume that whether you're male or female, that you've had several intimate relationships. Um, hopefully at least one that was very serious and oftentimes, unfortunately, be gotten injured. Um, and it's just like touching a stove. If it's hot the first time, then even if you're a baby, you're not likely to want to touch it again, and we're human beings. So when we're injured or hurt, um, then we have defenses that unfortunately end up perhaps um, – a barrier to the next relationship that could be a positive one or a very healthy one. So I do think it's as you get older, but I also think you can draw on a lot of the skills that you have that relate to what you what you've learned, the lessons that you've learned, and at least what you know you don't want. And so that's half the that's half the battle if you know what you don't want, and then you have to sort of really figure out what you do want, and then move forward. 
Um, so I, I don't know. As I said before, TMIT, uh, you know, Chris Rock says relationships are easy to get into, hard to maintain, and that's whether you're young or older. Um, it, it's work. True, true that. Well, what, what do you think about this idea? I mean, you've touched on it with the, the what I call the force fields, the 15 force fields that men may have to jump through. And like you said, you know, if you burn your hand, you're not likely to step out there again because you've got burned once or twice. Uh, now, a guy coming with a fresh view maybe in that relationship, and he's over his 40s, and then this, he misses, meets this woman that he's very interested in, but yet I think a lot of men shy away, and they, these women push them away with what Dexter was talking about, these force fields. How, how do you penetrate that? without being turned off because if she's if women are listening to this and turning men off because of these force fields then they're chasing them to another pool of women and dr allen do you have any you know comment on that that, that these women could do you know from our perspective of 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 lessening these force fields for men to to get through well i mean i don't again i don't think it's just women i think men do it too they just do it differently and Certainly for a lot of women who've been burned and have all these barriers, the reality of it is you're um, really in some ways contributing to yourself not getting what it is that you say that you want. And so I'm a woman, I'll speak from, for, for myself and many other women, oftentimes we say we want true, authentic, loving, intimate relationships with partners who value us as women and all that we bring to the table. And yet when you're focusing so much on your ex, that you can't move forward to your next, then that creates yet another barrier. So in some ways, you're the you know many women are sabotaging that very thing that they desire and deserve and long for. Um, and so it behooves many women to really think about: Am I working towards my goal? Am I helping my goal, or am I hurting my goal? And if I'm hurting my goal of being in an intimate relationship that I need to really do some serious self-inventory and think about the ways in which my behaviors are antithetical to that which I say that I want. And that would be for men or women, to be honest with you. Um, but I just think that for women, uh, the barriers look a little bit different than for men. And quite frankly, I do think also women have the tendency sometimes to be able to move beyond a level of hurt in a way that a lot of times men don't, especially if it's their first um, falling in love experience and that it doesn't work out. Hello? 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 Oh, okay. There I go. There I go. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you... <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I muted my mic. I, I don't know if you heard this earlier, uh, and I'll let the guys jump in as well after you comment, about uh, the Girlfriend Network. There are a lot of women over 40 that are very well influenced over their girlfriends, going out with them, going on vacation with them. Matter of fact, there was a movie, Waiting to Exhale, where all these women went to Jamaica by themselves. They were all over 40. Uh, so this girlfriend network thing that men over 40 have to deal with is pretty strong and, 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 and it's pretty, uh, I guess, tight. It, it tends to prevent guys, they have to deal with so many other issues 
Now they have to deal with the opinions of the girlfriends, some of them married, some of them not married, some of them having a successful relationship, some of them not having a successful relationship. Could you bring your perspective, Dr. Allen, on that aspect and what a man would have to deal with, or, or even from the woman's perspective of this, what we call girlfriend network in the barbershop, that tends to damage and prevent a woman from taking steps forward toward yeah, you know, I would say absolutely that women need to really um, boundary that third-party information that they get from their good girlfriends uh, or for any, from anyone for that matter. Now, I'm not talking about them being in a relationship with someone who's abusive and then someone is sharing that they're really concerned for their health and their well-being. That's acceptable. You know, that, that's acceptable and it should be expected. But when you're talking about just the whole process of dating, perhaps you have one confidant that you really trust, and that confidant needs to be someone that you believe um, has your true best interest at heart and not someone who might be hating on you or someone who has another agenda or someone who's single themselves, and they would much more benefit from you being single than you being attached because we know that when you're now in a long-term relationship, then the nature of your other relationships will shift. So I, it's okay to have a confidant, but be real clear about who your confidant is um, and what kind of information they've been um, disseminating to you in the past, and which gives you an indicator of maybe what they'll do in the future. I think that's well said. Uh, buddy, Dexter, you have anything to comment on, on what uh, Dr. Allen is? Well, yeah, I, agree. I, I totally agree with the, um, the Girlfriend Network. Um, being an influence, but to the doctor's point, they should pick carefully who the influence is because their girlfriends may have a, another agenda. But if, you know, the girlfriends see that if a man in, the, in this particular woman's life who's really sincere about her, then they should let that be. Certainly not if, if it's an abusive relationship, then the girlfriend network would be viable to, you know, lend, you know, um, advice and, 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 and some guidance. But, you know, you have to look at the girlfriends and pick the right ones and make sure that they're truly your girlfriends and they're sincere about your well-being. Yeah, absolutely right. I agree. Absolutely. We're on the same page with that. And I think, again, that's the nature of just third-party influence. You've got to be real careful no matter who you are um, in terms of what loud voices you allow to permeate your your experiences and your relationships. And they those were the Voices need to be voices that, quite frankly, do have your heart and want what you want for yourself, not what they want for you. Dexter, do you have any comments on that? Uh, yeah, I would um, advise women to expand their network, and also you might want to have a couple of uh, males in the network. Um, you know, maybe uh, the father. You know, if you have one in your life or an uncle or a brother, you know, just just don't limit yourself to just getting advice from, from the girlfriend network. Reach out to some of your male um, friends or influences, and, and, you know, maybe you can get a different point of view, a different perspective, of, because no one understands a man better than another man, you know, and if you're just, you know, uh, soliciting advice from women, uh, you know, you're, you're not really going to get accurate advice depending on what the issue is. So, yeah, don't be afraid to reach out and expand that network and include, you know, a couple of male voices in there as well. 
You know what? We're going to take a quick break. I have another caller that's going to be uh, joining us, and I uh, hope uh, we have, I can get this call on the air. So if you guys will just hang with me for a few minutes, I'm going to go back to some music, and we're going to come back with one more segment of this and talk about uh, the whining and dining of women over 40, uh, the employment that they expect out of men over 40, and we're going to get into some other topics before we close off this segment. So you guys hang in there with me. Right now I'm going to go into some Boney James here inside the Love Zone and After the Rain. I'm going to take you back into the screening room. Right now here's some Boney James inside the Love Zone.
a little bit of funny James here inside the love zone and after the rain with your feeling like tea. Inside the love zone, we were talking about tonight's uh, topic, dating over 40, which has some different nuances. And we're going to bring our guests back on the air um, one by one. We're going to try to get them back in here. Uh, Dexter, if you're with me, say hello. And I'm going to try to bring back in Dr. R.G. Allen. Hello, Dr. Allen. Are you with me? And there's uh, Kathy Bishop. Let me see if I can get you guys back in here one at a time. Bear with me. Hello. Dr. Allen, are you there? I'm here. Okay, good. Got you. Mm-hmm. Dexter, are you in the room yet? Uh, just about. Yeah. Kathy, yeah. are you? Okay. Kathy Bishop, are you with me? Yes, I am. Okay, everybody can hear me? Yep. Okay, good, good. I think we're all here. I think the gang's all here. Uh, real quick, uh, Kathy, you're new, to the, you're new to the gang right now, and I don't know how much of it you've heard, but you know what? I, before I go into another topic, I just want you to comment on anything that you've listened to that you might have heard uh, that you want to chime in on. Is there anything that you listened to that you want to chime in on that uh, was discussed previously? Listening, and I was going. It was going in and out. I did hear about uh, the gentleman talking. I did hear about the doctor talking as well. And I, let me see, the, the, the girlfriend network. I, I wouldn't mind talking about the girlfriend network a little bit because I heard uh, good conversation about that and um, the issues <laughs> that. Um, the baggage that women bring into relationships. So Okay. Go right ahead. You you want to comment on either one of those areas, the baggage or the uh yeah. girlfriend network? Well yeah. I can I can I can comment on on the baggage because what I'm finding and in my experience is I, I get I get to hear both sides of the story, just as the doctor says. And I get to hear that constantly and because I focus primarily on first dates. I get to hear about first dates. I hear uh, the baggage that uh, men bring along, even on a first date, and I get to hear uh, the baggage that women bring along. And the funny thing about it is it's it's very, very similar. So to to make a blanketed statement about women uh, over 40 bringing the baggage, I don't think is... is, um, is really a fair thing to do, nor is it is fair for some of the uh, the conversations that uh, Mike was saying that women have in uh, platforms and, and, and things and such to say that it's men with the baggage as well. What I, I think and what I'd like to see is a more of a uh, dialogue as opposed to these uh, single-sex monologues. Well, I agree with that, and that's why, you know, I wanted to have the show. And hopefully, call us if you're out there, if you have an opinion or, or want to bring something to this table. 
Uh, let me give out the phone number real quick because we're going to be closing this segment shortly. But 347-539-5729 if there's any calls, men or women, who would like to join in on this discussion. I hear some scratching in the, in the background. I don't know where that's coming from. Maybe I'll solve that in a little while. I hope nobody else is talking. Maybe it's just my headphone. But anyway, to your point, Kathy, uh, yeah, it's, it's probably not fair to have a blanket state, statement on both men and women, but I think what I've, I've noticed on the Oprah show and several other shows uh, about uh, it's been leaning the panels more toward women talking about the problems that they're having with men. And that's why I want to get some men in on the discussion. And when, when it's constantly leaning that way, I think it pushes the men away, and then they have more of the locker room or what I call the barbershop discussions and less open forum discussions where, you know, like you said, this dialogue can take place. And I hope to do this again um, with my producer involved and have more, more people on the panel that I'll set up because I think it's the dialogue and the communication is definitely needed, you know. Yeah, uh, because I, I think agree. It's very necessary, Because yeah. I think both bring issues to the table, and, I, and, and thank God for the doctor that we can get a, at least in a, another perspective from, you know, um, from that, that, that opinion out there, or, or let's say men and women's dialogue or their issues with one another to hopefully, you know, I guess put some water on the fire because I, I do believe there's a wall in between that in a lot of instances. So let's uh, talk about uh, – go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, I agree with um, – Kathy, in terms of we need more dialogue versus monologue, Dexter has the point about the fact that many times women really do need to have conversation in with another man or big brother or someone who really can make them aware of some of these things that they are not aware of in terms of how it is that they can move towards uh, having the best relationship possible. And sometimes, really, quite frankly, as we've about starts with us, you know, whether men or women, having the best relationship possible that fits you starts with you developing a loving relationship with yourself. There you go. Yep, that's, that's it. I agree 100%. It is about, I, and, and I think it's about uh, dating after 40, dating, dating over 40 is, is more about at this point stage in the game. It's more about discovery. It's more about recovery. It's more about being open and, and, and releasing a lot of the expectations that you may be bringing with you in the form of baggage. And it's also about finding and, and, and loving yourself. So that well, you're and open for someone else to love you. Right. And to your point in terms of the self that recovery, self recovery never comes without self discovery. And so you really do have to, um, as, as Mike and I have talked about before on the show, um, do due diligence to figure out what it is that um, makes you tick. How have you developed a love affair with you? How is it that you desire to be treated and then go to work treating yourself in the way that you want someone else to treat you? So that those barriers that you talked about earlier in the show, um, those 14 field, for, field forces as you them begin to diminish as that person begins to become more comfortable with who they are and what works for them and what doesn't. 
and even those bags, as you talked about, Kathy, that many people use as a generalized statement that we bring baggage. Well, that's the truth. We do bring a lot of injury, hurt, trauma, wounds, uh, disappointment, frustration from previous relationships. And unless we do that self-discovery to figure out how we got here to this point, then we can't really move forward to that person that is designed as destined for us because we haven't really resolved the issues of the past. That's right. And it's well, important I... for us to, yeah, I, I agree. I definitely co-sign on that because it's important for for us to move, and that's a part of the healing. We can't be open to receive unless we're, we're constantly working on ourselves to, to heal. And it's it's work. Bottom line, relationships are work. Nobody said it would be easy. <laughs> so when, when, when I hear and I see a video online about there are no available um, <laughs> black men um, that are, that are of, of, of quality, and you see this video roaming around the Internet uh, talking about uh, these four professional women. I think some of them were in Atlanta. Uh, I, I should have, you know, brought that video to fruition. But one of the young ladies said, you know, she before she lessened the standards, every man that she dated had to be over 6'2". That kind of bothered me because of the fact that I thought putting, you know, a lifelong partnership based on height requirement, and I know a lot of women don't want to date a short man, but if that is so written in stone, I think you lessen your pool. I also think, you know, when do do we, both men and women, have to take stock on how many days have you been out and you can't find anybody that that meets your requirement? Uh, I know we talked about it a little earlier, but when do they have to, when is the time, Dr. Allen or Kathy, that one man or woman I mean, you've been on X amount of dates, and you can't find one that's right for you. Uh, I, I need an answer to that question. That's just for my own head. <laughs> well, I think, people, people, number one, let's dispel this myth. There are good men out there um, that are hardworking, that have good values, that really want to be in an intimate, healthy, uh, authentic relationship. Now, is there you know, a huge number of them, perhaps not. So that means that um, you ever heard the term working smarter, not harder? And, and rather than going out there and trying to cast this huge net, be intentional about what does work for you. And I'm not saying be picky, be, but be very intentional about what is a good fit for you and then put yourself in target-rich environments that would render persons of like interest um, and then move forward and be real clear about what you, you desire and what you deserve. Now, every person that you meet, that you date, I always say dating is a process of elimination, which means that every person that you date doesn't mean that that's going to be your lifelong partner. That could, could yeah. be a lifelong partner. Now, you bring up a very good point there about women giving up on looking for relationships because 
you know, like looking for a job. Some people, you know, as you know, there are a lot of people in the society have dropped out looking for jobs because they put out 20 resumes or 50, 100 resumes. They went on 20 interviews. They didn't get hired. And, and the news is talking about they dropped out of the, the pool of looking for – they can't count those people. Well, the same thing happens with relationships. Some women will go out there and date 10 men. They didn't find – this gentleman that you were talking about of good quality, and they dropped out. They, they're not even looking anymore. Now, I got a, I've got a little issue with that because I think it's a continual process. And, two, you have to take a risk. You have to, you know, constantly put yourself out there, but you find both men and women who, don't, who no longer want, want to take that risk any longer. What does anyone have to say to that? Well, you know, I, I agree with you, Mike. See, I, I, I meet people constantly who do who who do take those those take themselves out of the dating uh game, if you will. And they say I've given up, it's too difficult, it's too much stuff going on or I it, a lot of times that's one thing that can happen, but the other thing more importantly is dating, getting out here and dating when you have not done some of the work that the doctor was talking about before getting out and dating, and you may even be connected to that person. It could be your soulmate. But if you are not, if you have not done the work on yourself, you wouldn't be able to see that. You wouldn't be open to it. So uh, it's important to so be ready. And I think that what, what you're saying, Mike, about not, uh, about giving up because you didn't find that person, I think it's important to kind of date outside of your, your type you determine who it is that you would, would would want to date, those persons that you're interested in, and you have all of those, that, that long laundry list written out as women did that you're speaking about on that on that audio, and kind of date outside of that. That's the risk, you know. And that person that may be a little shorter than you said, 6'2", because you want someone, uh, you're 5'8", five, you're 5'9", five five and with heels, you're, you're six two, so you want someone the same height. <laughs> Believe me, I get this as a request. When typically what I do is I ask for you know quali- qualities the the man or the woman is looking for, and women a lot of women will say they want someone. They'll give me the specific height that they're looking for because with heels they're they're one height, and then with heels they're another height, and so they want to. They want someone who is the height or a little taller than them with their, you know, two or three inch heels. So just allowing them to date outside of type, someone who may not be as tall as they'd like, someone who may not be as, you know, fit, so uh, six-pack and all this other stuff, just allowing themselves to date outside of that for a little bit, get to know that person and, okay. and, and understanding some uh, uh, qualities. You gotta, you just gotta be outside of a little bit outside of what you think you want because the reality is, is those things that you believe you really, truly, instinctively uh, want. Most people wind up looking for or connecting with someone totally different from those expectations. And that was actually a study that was done for in, in speed dating. You know, they found that the women or the men who wrote down different qualities and features and things and such that they were looking for, they did not connect with that person during the speed dating. They connected with someone of a different type. Well, I got one last segment I want to talk about, and that's women who make more money than men, especially African Americans. I'm going to let this be the last segment. <laughs> <laughs> 
before I go back into the music. And if anyone wants to call in, you can give us a call right now, 347-539-5729. And I'm both Dr. Uh, Dexter, are you still with us? Is Dexter still there? Still in the house. Okay, oh. all right. I, I, I definitely want if- you to join. I, I want you to help me out on this one, Dexter. It has been, I guess, permeated that uh, a lot of black men are not at the level of a lot of African-American women because jobs, they have been striving and doing much better than their mothers and, and getting uh, better positions, higher, higher paying positions. And I've talked about this on various occasions in the locker room and the barbershop, whereas if the person sitting behind the desk is a, a Caucasian man and a black man in a suit, and a black woman in a pinstripe suit, both sitting in the lobby to get a job, and she's uh, corporately dressed, he's corporately dressed. They both have equal resumes, whatever you want to call it, BA, uh, MBA, uh, whatever it is, equal resumes, equal experience. Who do you think that Caucasian man is going to hire? And let's say she's uh, just showing just a tad little cleavage. My question is, nine times out of ten, in my opinion, he is going to choose her. Therefore, uh, I'm going to put this out there in this last segment. If that breaks down the black family to me because if she's making more money and society says man has to be the breadwinner, they're filling, society's filling the man's head with him being the head of household, a lot of men have a problem with that. And sure, there's some men with insecurities, but that's a big problem because it breaks down the family. And then they say, well, these men are not keeping up with their responsibilities. Well, if the if a per, a rejection is hard to take for, for either, either sex, but if a man is going out there putting out 100 resumes and he's not getting jobs, yet black women are, and they're getting better positions, one, to me, they have less of a pool to date in that same let's say, financial bracket, one. Two, if making less money, there are some issues there. And three, it kind of, in a lot of instances, threatens his manhood to some degree. Anybody got any comment on that? Yeah. I just want to throw it out there. Yeah, Mike, um, two things. There was a lot of misinformation in the media, and, and I really wish that people would just stop taking everything that they see on ABC or you know, the major news network, stop taking all this propaganda at face value and really do your research. Now, I have a good friend who actually did some research on the, you know, the uh, income gap between professional uh, black women and men, and surprisingly, the vast majority of the people in the African-American community that make $75,000 or more are black men. I think it was something like 9% of you know African American men make over 75,000 versus maybe uh, 4% of African American. Now they're they're gaining. They're they're really catching up fast. But you know to listen to the media, one would think that there are no um, gainfully employed, no successful black men that can hold it down, and that's simply not true. So stop listening to the propaganda. 
propaganda that you hear about there are no good men who you know who make money and everyone you know the women are just like you know surging past the men and you know by the way our president is an African American male named Barack Obama he's a man so let's, let's stop uh, buying into the propaganda yes, uh, the, the man's role is supposed to be the protector and the provider that's what I believe personally and there may be a few guys that are uh, uncomfortable or have issues dating a woman who might make a few dollars more, but your salary and your degree should not define who you are as a person. That does not make you a great or good person, you know, because you have an, uh, an MBA or you make six figures, you know. So less emphasis on um, the material aspect, more emphasis on you know, looking at people's character and if they have integrity and, you know, if the person uses good judgment, you know, those sort of things should be more important than, you know, a person's title or, you know, their salary in my view. Preach. <laughs> uh, anyone else have any comments on that? Kathy, Dr. I, I Allen? Just wanna, I just wanted to say to Dex that I applaud him for that because uh, I actually had that same thought at, at, with regards to uh, not listening to the propaganda and with relation to that uh, audio that you were talking about earlier with the women. So I definitely applaud Dexter for that and, and also for his, his statement about, uh, you know, what your, you know, the, how many dollar signs you have at, um, and, and how many zeros you have at the end of your uh, bank account does not really define who you are as well. Um, but one of the things, Mike T, that I wanted to um, just share with uh, the, the women who are the the, the uh, bread earners, if you will, they're making more than their their mates or their spouses. One of the things that I like to encourage the women to do is to still, regardless, work on uplifting their their mates, regardless of, of any kind of differences or imbalances in, in income. And, and I, I like to ask them to to just encourage their mates in whatever ways they can to allow him to contribute to feel that he is contributing no matter what, what that is. And there's so many different ways that they can do that. But I really think that the women have to uh, be conscious and and be uh, sensitive to to the whole uh, income issue. You know? Dr. Allen, do you have anything to say on that uh I agree with I agree with both Kathy and, and uh, Dex, Dexter in reference to a couple of things. One, there are um, many African American males and men of color who are doing quite well. Um, yet there are many who are not, because if you um, look at um, the historical process of hiring, while men far exceed women in uh, the income. Um, just because of the disparity uh, based on gender, um, many African-American men are um, at the bottom oftentimes and not hired oftentimes to certain corporations or uh, institutions, partly because if you look at the history, and this is probably for another conversation, the black man has historically been a threat to the larger mainstream society. Um, not for any wrongdoing that the black man has done, but because of the way in which our systems have been set up due to racism and due to slavery and due to how we got here. And it's um, a further breakdown of 
the um, the systemic relationship between the black man and women when we utilize the European measuring stick to define who we are as a people. Um, because the reality of it is we were came from being kings and queens, and we repaired to each other as a village. And we did not look necessarily at the material things as a way to define us. That was who we were. And then we ended up here and began to subscribe to a different kind of culture that was antithetical to who we are um, authentically as a people. Um, so I think if we could get back to the basics of who we are as a people, and I agree and love what Kathy said in terms of encouraging women in particular, black women, to embrace our um, black male counterparts regardless of what income they're bringing in, whether it's more or less, there is way more um, contribution in who they are, how they care to their children, to their wives, to their partners as men than just the income that they bring in. So, I, I am so loving this show tonight. I am so loving this show. I am so glad we are on iTunes and the downloads because I have to be honest with you, the downloads are larger than than the amount of people who listen. And I've been watching the numbers, so I, I, I'm whether people call in or not, they need to hear this message. Kathy, Dr. Allen, Dexter, I'd like to thank each and every one of you for bringing your insights, opinions, your advice, uh, candidly, openly for this discussion. I think we should do it again on some other topics that I have in mind down the line. Um, I'm just so loving this show tonight because I think it was something that needed to be said, needed to be heard, and that more importantly that the 40-year-olds need to create a partnership, a cooperative partnership. My belief is that two can do more than one and that if two people get together and, and these barriers start coming down and we have open dialogues, uh, let's let's just get it out in the open because everyone has said it. I, I, don't, I don't have to belabor it. There are good people out there, but I, I just think the cooperative partnership is what uh, people have to come to so that, you know, we can create these families. Even after people have made bad choices in their 20s, 30s, and they've gotten to their 40s and they want to give up, there, there, there should be no giving up. You know, the right person is out there for you. Maybe you have to widen your net. Thank God, maybe hopefully this is a vehicle. I don't know just yet. Uh, more people will be listening in and, and, and can utilize this. If nothing else, I created it for the dissemination of information. And like Billy Ocean said in the theme song, we can live and learn from one another. And I think it starts with communication. So to each of, each of you, I, I just thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your thoughts, opinions, and um, you know advice on this topic. I really appreciate you. On that note, anyone else have anything to say? Because I'm going to go back to some music, and we're going to get ready for next week's show. Dr. Allen, Kathy Bishop, Dexter, again, thank you for uh, joining me here inside the Love Zone. My pleasure, Mike. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for the invite. Mike. Nice to meet you, Kathy and Dexter. It was nice talking <laughs> with you. Same nice here. Nice to meet you, Dr. Allen. Nice to meet you, Dexter. Pleasure meeting you guys. Keep up the good work, Mike T. You're doing great. Well, I'm going to try. With, with, with you guys, you know, sharing this information, it's going to be great. 
And uh, we're going to be taking the Love Zone live to some uh, venues, so uh, make sure you keep listening in. Right now I'm going to go back to some more music inside the Love Zone because, you know, when it comes to relationships, men and women, like Kathy said, need to encourage one, one another. And not only men need to say this, but women need to say this. And on that note, I'm going to take you in there. Eric Benayan, you're the you're inside the Love Zone.
feel free to give us an email. Shoot us an email, and our, uh, we'll get a representative to contact you and uh, work out all the details. You can get a web commercial. You can get some da- database blasting uh, to our email list. Uh, we are closing in on 1,000 fans for this show on our Facebook page. Be sure to go up there and sign up as a fan, too, at, uh, at our Facebook page. Just type in the Love Zone USA. Also, if you don't get a chance to listen to us live or tell your friends about it, and you want to circulate this show or any of our shows around, all you have to do is go to iTunes, type in the Love Zone USA, and you can download it. And download the podcast, and you'll be able to float it around to friends, family, associates, or people that you know who are single <laughs> and would like to uh, become uh, in a partnership and relationship. Yeah, do that today. Go to iTunes. Well, that looks like the clock on the walls, because that's just about all for yours truly, Mike T., as I always say in closing. I've enjoyed your company. I hope you've enjoyed mine, for those of you who did. I'll see you another time. This has been a great show. I've enjoyed having our guest tonight, Buddy. Dexter, thank you for your input. Uh, You too, Buddy. Kathy Bishop and uh, Dr. R.G. Allen, I can't say enough of the uh, comments, things that you guys have brought to the table for people to, uh, as Billy Ocean says, live and learn. I'm going to close off this show with uh, someone who will be here in a few weeks from now. We're going to schedule that part two. It's Melba Moore along with Phil Perry from their album, The Gift of Love. I think for as closing off this show, the one thing we've got to do over 40 is give that gift of love. Here inside the Love Zone till next Thursday night, you be sure to tell your friends. It's a place where we can live and learn. All you have to do is listen to your heart here inside the Love Zone. Just look around you The gift of love is near Standing always with the torch Of life in hand Winning or losing Your victory is at hand So give a little something And when you don't understand That the price
Have you heard? Metro by T-Mobile now includes Amazon Prime. Yes, enjoy the best of shopping and entertainment, movies, TV shows, music, free shipping, and much more. All included for just $40 per line for three lines. All on the T-Mobile network. Discover the smarter way. Metro by T-Mobile. That's genius. One offer per account. Offer subject to change. $12.99 per month value. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus some T-Mobile customers. Video at 480p. Capable device required. See store for details and terms and conditions.